And for us, just the fact that we've got a chance to turn someone new on is, you know, that's pretty much what's always driven us. And when you get that odd show that there might not be a great crowd and there's only a few people, you know, you got to sort of really dig deep and realize, you know, why, why are we doing this? Number one, we love the music. We love to play. So you can't, you know, you can't be that, that big of a rock star to scoff at any chance you get to play. You know, so it's, uh, I mean, fortunately, we haven't had one of those 15 people shows in, you know, in years. So now, now it seems they're more on, on the low end is like around 50. So that's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's definitely a step up, man. People may laugh, but it's, uh, yeah, that happens with, you know, every band out there that's, you know, working and trying to get their music out. You're, you're not, not every show is going to sell out, you know, no matter, there's just too many cities and there's too many, you know, places to play and, and, way uh, too many bands. Too, yeah. Wait, yeah, totally, way too many bands. So the way I look at it is I just, I really enjoy playing in our rehearsal space, you know, when we're practicing and there's nobody watching us. So, you know, if you add five people, then that's, that much more energy to play the show. You add 5,000 people, it's just, you know, it's, it's a bonus. So it doesn't really affect me at all. And with this next question, I mean, I'm, I don't want you guys to, you know, specifically diss anybody or anything like that, but <laughs> oh, does no, it? No, 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 it's not. No, uh, I'm going to make it a point to specifically <laughs> diss somebody if I know where this is going. Does it, does it, when you see some of the stuff that's going on in music, you know, where, where these bands are just coming out, out of nowhere with one album or whatnot, and all of a sudden it's there, does it kind of, in the long run or looking back, tick you off that you've put out four, five, six solid releases and, you know, you didn't start getting really looks in there with uh, with Intel Collide and such. I mean, with how hard you guys have had to work to try and make it, does it, when you look at some of the bands that are kind of one-hit wonders or whatnot, does that really kind of, you know, irk you at all? Or? I'll tell you right now that I don't think it's been it's been more of a learning experience than a lot of hard work. It has been hard work, but, you know, I'm not bitter about that. It's been a long road of, you know, learning and making what we do better um, and I don't get upset when somebody is a one hit you know out of the box that comes out of nowhere unless the song sucks if that's the case then I don't understand why they're on the radio all over the country usually that doesn't happen but you know no, no, so that's not true there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of crap on the radio that's one hit wonders you listen to their albums and they're horrible. you listen yeah, to they, the kiss stations and you know the top 40 and oh yeah but well, no, <laughs> No, usually that stuff comes and goes. Usually that stuff will not last on radio. It will not sustain it. But the fact that, you know, they come out of the box with 1,500 ads across the country on every single rock station or whatever, and they drop off the face, you know, of the earth after two weeks, um, you know, that, you know, why, why does such a bad song make it on the radio when I think that, you know, a lot of our songs are brilliant, and if we had 1,500 ads out of the box, I think that, you know, you'd see a, a totally different picture as far as our success. I think that it would be guaranteed. Now, maybe I'm just a little bit more confident in our music than, you know, than the next person because I'm biased, but, you know, that's just my opinion. Now, looking back on everything and in, in the current text context, what's the, what's the greatest thing that somebody could say right now about the Guffs? In your eyes, the greatest thing. The greatest thing. What would be the greatest compliment that you guys feel you would have, you could receive? Uh, something to the effect of, for the past ten years, your music has meant a lot to me. 
you know, last night we were in Chicago and I actually met uh, a couple. One guy I actually went to high school with back in Indiana, um, and I've seen him occasionally in Chicago. He introduced me to his wife, who they, <laughs> funny enough, they actually uh, met in a bar and uh, overheard each other talking about the guffs and found out they had a lot in common and ended up getting married and, you know, For a Ride was their their song at their wedding. And it's just like, you know, when you've got that type of effect on people's lives, you know, and you could actually mean a lot, you know, it just it, it justifies everything we do. It's regardless of, you know, we never had that one big hit, like, you know, what you were saying earlier about these bands doesn't piss us off. I mean, we've been doing this for 10 years. We've been doing it professionally since 95, where we've done nothing but play music. And so... I think we're actually fortunate, you know. Totally. I, I'd agree with him. I think, you know, every once in a while we'll get a letter or an email or, or we'll talk to a fan after a show or something, and uh, they'll, instead of being the typical fan, like all, you know, bubbly or whatever, and, oh, my God, you guys are great, they'll get really serious and they'll say, listen, I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, whatever, a friend of mine just passed away or, you know, went through a really bad time with my my significant other or whatever and you know listening to your music really helped me get through it or made me connect to something in a way that I wouldn't have had I not heard your song you know I think that touches me more than anything else because you know that you, you put a lot of emotion and effort into the, the these songs writing and also performing them and, and recording you know, it's it's not a job for the people that are lazy, and um, to see that all pay off either in a, in a way that you intended or in a way that you didn't intend is probably the biggest reward that you know any artist could could possibly want. All right, well, tell you what, we have all the Guff CDs here, so why don't you guys put your heads together? and come up with a song that you want us to take everything out with, and then you two can go ahead and introduce it. And Can we pick two songs? Sure, for each sure. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. All right. You pick yours. I already picked mine. And now they pick the same song. No. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll talk while Dan's thinking. I, I, my pick is going to be All I Want to Be off of uh, the new record. And... Um, the reason why I like that song is something that I can't really put a finger on, but every time I hear it, and from the very beginning, from the first time that Goran played it for me on his acoustic guitar, before it was even done, you know, he was like humming lines because he didn't have finished lyrics, it's always put me in a space that is uh, very comfortable, and it's, uh, it sounds cheesy, but it's true. And uh, it's, you know, it's a song that we don't play live, it's a song that I think just needs listening. You know, I don't think it, we could really do it justice live, and uh, I think it sits really well on the record. And I think you should play that because I don't, I don't know if you know people have heard that before. So I think I'd like to share that with the audience if that's okay. <laughs> it's your show. <laughs> yo yo down. We'll, we'll we'll okay anything I, you say. I think I, after that, I, th I think he wants his own show. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think he might be coming back here a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Trying to have one song sum up everything. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to be optimistic, and even though it's slightly out of context, I'd say "Happily Ever After" because uh, that's that's uh, sort of the goal I have with this band that it's gonna keep going, you know, and like a fairy tale, one way or the other. 
one way or the, <laughs> one way or the other. The the good or the bad fairy tales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true, man. Not not one of these contemporary '90s things. But, the Brothers yeah. Grimm. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's it. Happily ever after. So take the story us into those songs, Chris. Take us away, Chris. This is Wisconsin Jukebox Radio Show. I'm your Wisconsin Jukebox hero, Don Wadowitz. You've been listening to an awesome interview with Morgan and Dan from the Guffs. And uh, we're going to leave you with a couple of their selections. And come out, see the show tonight at 2401 West Wisconsin Avenue, The Rave. <laughs> and uh, that's a door at, is that door at 730 today, too? Or, um, they're or already open, man. They're already open, people, all right. Uh, people are already lining up. So come on, get your butts down there, 2401 West Wisconsin Avenue, kind of in the ghetto, but that's all right, because the guffs are going to make us all happy tonight. So you've been listening to Wisconsin Jukebox, Marquette Radio with the guffs. You're what matters All that matters Do you understand Your problem
gifts and damn Happily ever after I am I never saw you falling Once I the last to know You could have held on tight 